is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, everybody. So, you know, we have discussed this, and I'm sure you have discussed this in your personal growth journey, either with coaches or in courses or a therapist or just with your girlfriends. The whole idea of us, you know, living our own life, not living for other people and not letting other people write the script for us, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not mocking that. I mean, yes, yes, and yes. Today, let's chat about what happens when you actually put that into action. It's not just about wearing your hair the way you want to wear it. It's not just about choosing to speak your mind about something, but it's something really big, like choosing a relationship other people don't understand or don't approve of, or perhaps it's ending a relationship or even a marriage. What if it's a choice about your career? I have a few friends who, like me, have made huge pivots with their career. And they're getting so much criticism and so much chatter about that decision. And it's so interesting because it's really about people making comments about your life and my life when we change because it no longer fits their plan for us. It no longer fits what they thought we were and what they think we are and what we should be and what our path is. And so it threatens their own existence. It threatens their own sense of safety and security only if they don't already feel safe and secure. That's why you don't get that same response from other people. Your choice in life may be puzzling to some people and it may even challenge their beliefs or go against their beliefs, they may actually disagree completely. Perhaps they might even feel hurt by your choice. But when they feel grounded and secure within themselves and safe within their own existence, your choice will not be anything that they mock, criticize, or challenge because they want you to honor you. A friend of mine was saying recently that some people were throwing around the word integrity, using it against her like a weapon, that she's out of integrity to be leaving this one career and going to a, quote, competitor, as if it really is a competition. And I love what she said. She said, it's not out of integrity for me 
it would be out of integrity for you because you're looking at me through your measurement of integrity for your life. And I was like, oh yeah, that is good. That is good. So for her, it's very much in integrity to leave that career and go to a different company. Because with herself, if she's not honoring herself, her own choices for her own path, then she will be out of integrity. She might be within integrity for your vision for her life, but she will be out of integrity for her vision for her life. So how do you and I get to say she's out of integrity? If you choose divorce and that is out of integrity for me, I don't get to say that you are out of integrity because if you made that decision for you, honoring your heart, your soul, your path, then you are absolutely standing in integrity even if it wouldn't be integrity for me. Just let that sink in. We've all made comments. We've all criticized and mocked and made judgment calls, whether it's silently to ourselves or with a friend or with several friends. We've all done it at least once. Once you get to the point on your journey when you truly love yourself and you give yourself space to be you, then and only then will you give other women space to be them. Just like you need to pour into yourself and love yourself first to be able to give love to others you can't give and pour from an empty cup, the same goes for grace. I can't give you grace if I'm not giving myself grace. If my expectations are so high for myself that I am never good enough and I'm never doing it right, then you better believe you will never do it right in my eyes. If I love and honor myself, all parts of me, and truly come home to myself, and I give myself permission to be me, it's very easy to give that to everyone else. Because giving my sort of blessing to other women for them to be themselves does not mean I agree with all of their choices but I can still honor them. And guess what? They don't need my permission anyway. Who are we to think that they need our opinion or our permission? And trust me, I've done it myself. I absolutely have questioned other people's decisions because it caused me to question my own. Hold on a second, Sally. I thought we were doing a little thing here. I thought you and I were going this way. What are you doing going that way? It's because I wasn't secure in myself and with myself and for myself and through myself. It was too challenging for me to release and surrender everyone else because I hadn't released and surrendered in my own journey. So if you have a death grip on something or someone or a picture of who they should be, the only answer is to let go. That's the only answer. Because having a death grip on anything, trying to control anything, completely cancels out peace and joy and love and abundance. You can't have both. You don't get to have a death grip on joy. You don't get to have a death grip and a control around and a plan around peace. It's a being. It's a not a doing. So as you and I look around, 
Remember, we are seeing the world and we're seeing our friends and our colleagues and other people as we are, not as they are. No, we think we are. No, we're seeing them as we are. We can try to fool ourselves. It fits our story. It makes us feel better. It sounds good to say, I can't believe she and they are doing that. How dare they leave this company and how dare they go do this other thing and then point fingers and try to make that bad or wrong. Let me tell you, I've done that. And all of the people who are secure in themselves and who are choosing love and they release and surrender and don't have a death grip around it, they will see right through your shit. They saw through mine. They may not tell you, but trust me, they're gone. They won't want to be around that energy. So as you try to control other people and tell them what they should and shouldn't do, and perhaps you're telling other people what they should and shouldn't think and what their opinion should be about other people who are making decisions that you think are out of integrity, the people who you're talking to, if they're completely insecure, they're going to probably follow what you say. They're going to go along with group think. But the ones who are fighting to be themselves, you have lost every ounce of respect. They no longer will listen to anything you say because they realize that if you are saying that about the others who are going down their own path, what are you going to say about them when they take their own path? Consider looking at it from a different vantage point and a new light. It's so hard, you know, like we have to be honest about this. I don't want to get preachy. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? Do you know how many times in my past career and in past friendships where I tried to hold on to people or I judged decisions they made? I thought I was doing a good thing by trying to control, but it was just my own stuff coming out. It was just me trying to feel safe while telling them I was trying to keep them safe. Honor other people's internal compass. Believe in them. They'll figure it out or they won't. But it's not your job and it's not my job to control that. Maybe their path is to screw up and to make a temporary, quote, bad decision, end quote. Does that mean you should never give advice? Absolutely not. If it's coming from love and you've done the work to be secure and confident in yourself, not a fake confidence, not fake security, but truly self-love, you can ask them. I know you don't need my opinion. You don't need my permission. I'm feeling called to share something. Would you be open to hearing my thoughts on this since you did share it with me? And they get to say yes or no. And if they say no, don't make it about you. It's not about you. Honor them. They might say no because they're hearing so much from other people. They might come around later or they might say, uh, actually I do. I would, I would love your opinion. What do you want to share with me? And if it's coming through the lens of love, that's how it will land for them. And it may have no bearing on their decision, but at least you know you said it and you can Breathe a sigh of relief and say, well, at least I said it. I just don't feel like divorce is the right decision for her. I know it's her life and not mine, but maybe God is using me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm meant to say this. I feel called to say it. You ask first and then you share. Honor yourself enough so that you're able to honor other people. This is going to be put to test when things get mucky. 
It's really easy with the little stuff. But in my life, I, what I'm watching right now is friends with multi, multi-million dollar businesses in the profession, the industry of network marketing and direct sales. Two powerhouses who have chosen to completely walk away from, you know, over $30,000 a month, that's Canadian, and go to zero to start fresh from nothing, from the ground floor in a different company. And they are getting some heat. There's a lot of talk. And I've seen this over the last year because you've known my story of like poaching and raiding and stealing. That might happen in some cases. I, I don't really know exactly how you can poach and raid and steal when everyone has their own free will. I don't really get that. But if it's like a little sneaky or a little aggressive and it doesn't feel good, totally get that. But when you have people just saying, I've chosen something else. This is how excited I am about it. Who are we to tell them to shut up? Who are we to tell them? Don't, don't be so loud about it. Don't be so excited because then people are going to follow you. I said that, by the way, in the past. So I'm calling myself out. But this is why inner work is so important. I see it so differently now. If we want to shut someone down and tell them not to shine their light too brightly because we're worried that our business associates will go towards that light, shame on us. Our business associates, or let's say it's friends who are quote unquote siding with somebody else. You know, maybe it's a family member who's becoming friends with someone who's been awful to you. I used to want to control that and say, why are you talking to them? How dare you do that? Now, let me digress for a second. I am so loyal. (laughs) If you wrong a dear friend of mine, I'm not interested in being your friend. I'm just not. I'll send you love from a distance, but I have no desire because I am that loyal. And I want that from other people, but I have friends that just aren't loyal like that. that. That's not how they're wired. I have one friend who knows for sure that some other friends were completely backstabbed me, trashed my reputation, tried to sabotage my business, and they are friends with them. And I'm like, as you're clinking your glasses and you're hanging out together, what do you think about that? But I have to give them grace because one, maybe they're just not strong enough to stand up. Two, maybe they just want to be neutral. They want to be Switzerland. Great. You're Switzerland. I'm not. And both are okay. But when you are looking at wanting to control what other people do, it's a huge red flag, which is not a bad thing. It's an invitation to what? To look in the mirror, to go in, in, in. What does this remind me of? When have I done this before? Why is this familiar? What is this triggering in me? What's my true fear deep down? And then and only then can the healing happen. If the healing doesn't happen, it's just going to keep happening over and over and over again. The situation will look different. Same lesson, different classroom. Once you get the lesson, you won't need to take the test again. So if you're in a career and people you work with are going like moths to a flame, you get to ask them if they're open to your feedback and your opinion. And if they say no, you can't give it. Trust their judgment. They're not stupid. And if they choose to go, let them go. Perhaps it's the parking lot analogy that I've been sharing for almost a year now. 
perhaps God, the universe, the divine is taking some cars out of that lot of yours to bring in new ones that are better fit for you in this season of your life. Maybe you're meant to have a few empty spaces for a while. Remember, their journey has nothing to do with you. You don't own them. They're parts and pieces of your journey, but they are not yours. So if people are flocking to another business, another company, you know, other people, like moths to a flame, it hurts, doesn't it? Because it causes us to be triggered. What if I'm not enough? What have I done wrong? Why don't they want to work with me? Now, there might be some of that. You may have shown up in a way that they would rather not be led by you. And they like this other flavor of ice cream better, right? Maybe you are toffee flavored and they want mint chocolate chip. They still like ice cream. They just want a different flavor. Maybe you have shown up in a way that felt to them like they were eating ice cream and then they found a bug in it. You got to own that. Maybe they love your flavor of ice cream and they're just ready for a different flavor and it has nothing to do with you. And if they are flying toward that other light, as much as it hurts, let them go. Release them. Release your control. Take a deep breath. Thank God for the gift that feels like it's wrapped in razor blades and mouse traps and dog poop on fire. It doesn't mean it's not a gift. It's still a gift. It's just going to hurt like hell to open it up. I promise you, it's a gift. It is part of your journey. Like it or not. Ask, what is the lesson? What am I supposed to learn from this? Why am I going through this? Feel the feelings. Allow yourself to feel them. Don't dismiss them. Don't spiritually bypass. Feel it. Sit in it if you need to. And then come out on the other side, not being hardened and saying, well, screw this. I learned my lesson. No, then you didn't. If you say that, you didn't learn your lesson. Don't put on more armor. Do not put on your boxing gloves and don't put on more armor. De-armor. Remember, what you truly want in this life is not about becoming the woman you need to be. It's about unbecoming the woman that you are so that you can just let it in. Let it in. It might hurt, but let it in. Get support. Get mentorship. Make sure that you're not running to a hen house with a bunch of women who are going to cackle along with you and gossip and complain. Seek wise counsel. Do the work you know that you can do to move this through you, move it physically through your body. Shake, walk around, literally shake your hands, shake your feet, get this out of you. Remember somatic release? Get it out. Lots of deep breathing. Do some angry release by punching a pillow, screaming into a pillow. Get it out of you. And then the lesson will be revealed to you. And at some point, I promise you will be grateful. If you are the one making the pivot and you're beginning a new chapter that others don't understand and perhaps they're mocking and attacking, perhaps they're even mocking and attacking you, you stay strong. Love them and honor them and give them grace. They know not what they do. And you keep standing in your integrity and you move forward 
and you move forward and you move forward. Grace on fire. You've got this.